I am really excited for today's podcast because I have one of our regular guests back. And, you know, I don't have a lot of guests on this podcast, but whenever the opportunity comes up that I can interview Marley Baird, I absolutely take it. And this one's going to be a bit unique. See, most of the time when people are interviewed on podcasts, especially in a testimonial fashion, it's all about how everything has been so perfect. Well, I want to let you know that since Marley's been in our coaching program, not only has everything not been so perfect, just a few months ago, she was at a point where she thought she was going to lose it all, and I can't wait for you to hear how things turned out. I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny, we define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop, and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future, and instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. I am so excited to have Marley Baird here with me today. Marley, thanks for coming back to the podcast. This is my favorite thing to do ever, is be on your show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were just talking about that before I hit record on the podcast. The problem that I have every time I record with Marley is I'd rather just chat with her and catch up and find out what's going on, but we have to get a podcast recorded. So now we're doing it. We got some stuff to do. We got some stuff to talk about. No doubt. You know, Marley, this, this podcast, I'm really excited for everybody to hear this because in the world of business, here's one of the, the major frustrations I have is that if you go to an event, if you go to a mastermind, if you hear somebody talking about business, what we hear almost nonstop consistently is how great everything is, how everything's going perfectly, how, you know, all of the success, all of the joy, all of, and we all know it's not like that. Yeah. Like, let's get real. If you look at the, the, the way people talk about business in the marketplace, it's like the easiest, most fun thing in the world to do. But if you take a zoom in on any business, typically the entrepreneur in charge is having a really hard time. And in the past year, your business has gone through some challenges, right? The biggest, toughest, most painful challenges ever that I never, never saw coming. And you know, Marley, let's, let's go back a little bit. Cause I love this this story. So we started working together. You originally, I asked you earlier, when did you join our coaching program? And you said before it was in, invented and you're, it's absolutely true. Marley found out we were coming with it, coming out of the coaching program and said, I'm the first member. And we said, but Marley, we don't know how much it is. And you said, that's okay. Just make sure I'm the first one. And take so, but yeah, take my money. So you are absolutely member number one. So you started with us April, 2018. Yes. And what happened was you started around, I think it was about a $300,000 business. Yeah, I was making, yeah, 30, 30-ish thousand a month. 30,000 a month. And, we and you drove it up over the course of about a year to a million dollars a year, to around a million dollars a year. Yeah, we were at 100K a month. 
Now, this is why I'm so excited for this podcast. I often share with people that when you go from multiple six figures, like around that 300K up to a million, it's very common that everything in your business breaks, that people look different, products look different, the team looks different, that like literally everything feels like it breaks and has to be reset. Marley, does that resonate? <laughs> yeah, it's painful. Yep, it resonates <laughs> so very much, Alex. You went from 2008 up to a million. So let's talk about it. In April of this year, so a year after we started working together, literally your business felt like um, it was imploding and it felt like you were just catching a falling knife. Tell us a little bit about what happened. Everything was broken. I was in the red. I thought I was going to lose everything. And as the leader of this company, I thought I just have to put on a brave face. I got to power through. Um, some members of the team knew, like my executive team. And for others, we just, we, everything was fine. You know, we're in a little bit of a dip, but we, we have the plan to, to move things forward, but we, we really didn't like, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. It was like, just keep trying, just keep working, um, change your lead generation strategy and, and fulfill better. And, and I honestly, we got to a point where I was like, if this doesn't turn around in like a month or two after all this trying, I'm going to lose everything. Yeah. What did you do? Is that when you reached out to Deanna on our team? Yeah. And cause I, I had talked to the executive team on my team about it and being very vulnerable and, and transparent with like, here's the bank account. Here's my personal bank account because I'm floating the business. And now my line of credit is floating the business. And I'm like, I'm paying all your checks and I'm, I'm drowning here, like really drowning. Um, and so I went on to one of our, uh, our daily calls, the daily support call. Wait, can I stop you for a second, Marley? Yeah. I just want to stop you because um, so few entrepreneurs talk about these moments and I want to slow it down a little bit so that we can, we can do two things. One, let the people out there who this is going to happen to know it's coming and what it's going to feel like. And two, really create a space of empathy for people who are going through this. So Marley, when you were in that place where you didn't know the answers and the business felt like it was falling in around you and you just said, as the person in charge of this business, what does it feel like? when you don't have the answers, the business is a million dollars and it starts to topple like that and you feel like you're the one in charge with no answers. It was all on me. And I, I felt like there's all these people on my team. My team was 14 people at the time and was like, I have to pay all their paychecks so that they can feed their families and they can mm -hmm. keep that roof over their heads. Even if it means I'm losing mine. Like I was supporting their family to the detriment of my own. And, and I was like, this has to work. It has to work. What does it feel like for you personally, Marley? How, how vulnerable does it feel when you have this engine around you called the business that is now starting to sputter and you're supposed to be the person that fixes it? It's like, I was trying to be strong for them, but at the same time, like crumbling with every core of my being, every cell and feeling alone because I couldn't even like, I felt ashamed to be honest with Wayne, my husband about here's the reality of it. And here's how I'm actually feeling. Like I was consumed with anxiety and so afraid of this might take us all down. I want everyone listening to hear that that feeling of being consumed with anxiety and like it's all on you and that level of pressure that's real. And it's, and all of us have felt it. Marley's felt it. I felt it. We've all felt it. So if you're in that place where you're feeling it, just know that it's normal. It's, it's who we are. It's we, we, you know, as entrepreneurs, we work every day to put ourselves in the place where we don't know what's going on. 
That's literally what we do. And so Marley, you got there and you're in that place of vulnerability, not knowing who you can talk to, not knowing to talk to Wayne. What'd you do next? Um, looked at the bank accounts <laughs> bank. Cause I'm like, okay, how long can I actually float this? Like all I need is just, you know, you're one funnel way and you, you, you can turn it around. <laughs> and I, we were trying, like we, we launched a webinar, it failed, launched a new webinar, it failed, launched a case study funnel. It started to work like, but just things weren't moving fast enough. So, uh, I, and then I, I did start to have more open, honest conversations with Wayne and, and the team to say like, here's, here's the reality. And like, we need to, to move things. Um, and I, I also think like when you bring that to the team, like it, it was hard to get honest or even just like here, here's tough decisions that need to be made. Like no one's going to say, let me, let me resign. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe someone would say that, but my team, they loved what they did, but they also were like, we're ready to fight with you. But at the same time, I need my paycheck. Totally. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Um, so I, I called, or I, I got on one of the daily support calls in the program and Deanna, amazing coach was like, you know what, Marley, this is like, this is a nine one one. Like, let's do a one-on-one. Like, oh my God. Thank you so much. And that's where I, cause even on the daily support calls, I knew it's such an incredible community that I can be vulnerable, but it was like, there were still some things that I, like, I wanted to share the numbers and the reality of like what's happening on the team, how many people on the team. And so I got on the one-on-one with her and she was like, you know what, Marley, this is a real 911. <laughs> I'm going to get Alex involved. And I was just, thank God. Cause I went from honestly about to lose everything, like a few threads away from that to it felt like triage, <laughs> like just here's what you need to do. Cut, stop the bleed. These are really hard decisions, but you got to rip it off like a bandaid and here's what to do next. And thank God for you. I will never forget that day. We were actually, um, we were in Greece for a business trip and it was like four o'clock in the morning. Cause with the time zone change, it was Wayne and I did not sleep that night. We were, we, I think we pulled an all nighter just like, here talking with you and with like here's what to do here's what to do next and then waiting for when in america when our team was waking up and just like 9 a.m got on calls and we had to let go of three people that day and totally blindsided them and it it hurt for everybody yeah yeah it's so hard to let people go but at that point it was a choice wasn't it marley like your business and your family or continuing to employ people yeah yeah. And it, and for how long? How long could I keep that going? I want to I want to check in on something with that. So one of the things that I always tell people is when you're in these situations, one of the hardest decisions to make is to let people go, but sometimes you have to for you and for them, but that it's the hardest decision to make going in and it is the most profound feeling of relief coming out. Did you feel that after you had let them go? Yeah, it was like bittersweet because of course there's feelings and families involved, but it was also like okay, I actually have a real opportunity to rebuild and actually breathe again. Yeah. Yeah. So we cleared that space. So you, you move some people around on your team. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what's interesting, Marley, moving the people off the team lowered the noise a tremendous amount. And then you went back to some of the strategies that you were trying before. And all of a sudden when the noise was gone, a lot of what hadn't been working started working like crazy, didn't it? Very much. And even you talk about, <laughs> you talk about multiplication by subtraction. 
Yeah. And it's not that we had toxic members of the team. That's sometimes what you talk about in that concept, but it was like the team came together. And when I had to make that difficult announcement to the team on our huddle that day to go, Hey, three core members of our team are gone. And here's the reality. I was the one who got caught being awesome that day on the huddle when they were like, everyone, everyone was teary and like, Marley, we we're here for you. Like we know, or we, we empathize or sympathize with what you're going through. And like, you made a tough, but good decision. And we all have your back. And then I didn't feel so alone anymore. Well, I want to stop you for a second. So the day before you're having to make these incredibly difficult personal decisions and let's be real, you know, it sounds dramatic to say when you're terminating someone, it's life altering, but is it really, I mean, it's life altering. You're altering where they, what they do every day, where they get their, their, you know, their agenda every day, like where they perform every day. And so you had to make these life altering decisions. What was it like to get on a huddle and have your team support you like that, Marley? What did it feel like for you as an entrepreneur? So scary at first to come into the huddle and there's three less, three less blocks on our Zoom call that yeah. like I always bring it up. I'm like, it's our Brady Bunch. Like, cause we have, you know, like the Brady Bunch. You've got the broken Brady Bunch. <laughs> That's what it looks like. And yeah, our Brady Bunch was broken. And, and I'm like, all right, we're all here. Um, before we get into it, I have something to tell you. And to be like holding back tears in that moment and saying like, guys, everything changed today. And I don't want you to be alarmed, but here's the reality of the situation. And you guys have always talked about being in the front lines with me and that doesn't change. And here's how we're going to move forward now. And oh my gosh, they, um, they, I mean, I'm like, I have tears and I'm like tearing up thinking about just how hard the conversation was, but also how, how much of a breakthrough and emotional and um, just the team that came together. I'll never forget that whole few days of like how much they were like, we love you. We believe in you. We're not leaving. Like we we're going to rebuild this. And even the team who I have now that came through that with me, like we are so, so close because of that. You know, it's interesting Marley is when, and I, I'm, I mean, I love this podcast because there are so many confirmations of the things we teach that so many people doubt because until you've been through this the first time, a lot of this feels counterintuitive. One of the things we tell people is when you let people go, and you go to your team and you're honest and vulnerable and 100% transparent and real and you tell them the real situation that nine out of 10 times your team will pull together and rally around you. What's interesting is most entrepreneurs think if I go to my team and I tell them things are falling apart, they're all going to leave. What was your experience? That, and that was totally my fear too, that, they that they're going to leave. They could be thinking, well, am I secure? Am I going to have my bills paid? Am I going to be able to feed my family and keep this roof over my head? But they had been with me throughout the, the triumphs and the struggles and the front lines and the, and they were like, no, we, we've done this before. We're going to do it again. And maybe they're taking a chance on me, but they're also like, this is where I want to be. They, they love what we do. They give their time to this business and I want to be the best leader that can fulfill them so they can go back and give their rest to their families and they were like, we got you, we're in it. And that's like the biggest gift of being a leader I could ever get. Yeah. Oh, Marley, it's so, so awesome. Now let's kind of take people where I want to, I want to catch people up. So now 2018, April, we start working together, $300,000 business grows up to a million dollar business at a million dollars literally kind of everything falls apart. <laughs> right. And it gets to the place where, 
um, the business isn't profitable, debt stacking up, you're thinking you might have to shut the whole thing down. In fact, there was a few days there where that was the discussion you were having with Wayne, I think, or like, should we, can we? Um, now let's take people from April till today, because I want to pull out of this, this very challenging time because things have changed dramatically for you. Let's hear it. Um, so from there, uh, it was, it was a pretty lean team. We had who we could keep and who we needed. We we're going to still support the growth of the business. And I took on a lot back to myself. Um, I was on all my sales calls and like being on one-on-one -on -one sales calls. Then I had to do the rest of my work after that. So I was working really long days, um, to the point where I was like, just drained and exhausted and another position of drowning, but just in a different, a different way. Um, but I learned so much about the business at that point. And for me to be on my own sales calls, I was actually speaking to the people and hearing what they needed and connecting with them. And it was also so cool to hear that and to, to know where they're coming from and what they love helped give me ideas for products. But I was like, wait a minute, I would never have gotten this yeah. if I wasn't the one on these calls because I had to. Um, and as much as I was, yes, drowning in my workload then after that, it shifted our products. And then when, when we were able to sell more of those, like I, because, and then also meeting on the calls, they were so excited to talk to me. And I don't know if that really helped, but like we, I sold a lot more than what. what sure. We were the numbers sure show like it helped. Oh, heck yes. <laughs> so I start to get some runway back. I'm drowning though. I'm working so hard and so long. And then I was like, okay, first step, I need Mark. I need a marketing support here. So I, I was able to hire a marketing coordinator. And then still drowning with sales calls, I found a salesperson and he is incredible at sales and sells so much better than me. And it's, it's really great to have that barrier in between um, that I'm not the CEO and the salesperson. Yep. And from there, things like it's a whole new business today. My whole team, we have our Brady Bunch back on our Zoom call. <laughs> um, and I just, I can't believe how things turn around from being like, I'm going to lose it all to like, this is way better than I could have imagined. I want to draw a couple things out for people listening, just because I think there's some lessons here. So number one, we always, one of the things as a company, we tell people when they come to us in crisis is, okay, let's end the crisis. We need to stop the bleed. We need to lower the noise and we need to remove the primary pressure, which in your case was going into debt and losing money and not being able to pay the bills. Marley, what we tell people in advance is we say, if you're willing to do these things, your perspective will shift and you will see opportunity. It's a very hard equation to convince somebody of, like you need to make all these changes and then it's going to get better kind of like magically, but it's, it really will. When you lowered the noise, didn't that kind of happen for you? Immediately, so quickly, like even within a few weeks later, I, I had made a huge, I don't know if I should say numbers. I'm, I'm more than happy to Please say numbers, Marley. Absolutely. <laughs> Share numbers. Your, your numbers are amazing. Well, yeah. So we went from like, like you said, million dollar run rate to then debt and drowning and then two hundred thousand dollar months in a row that like we're actually on the verge of like hey next month might be like two million dollar run rate which i never even thought was like, <laughs> no. from, from a million dollar run rate and drowning it's all going to fall apart to next month may be a two million dollar run rate and profitable profitable i have money in the bank account alex <laughs> <laughs> So, so Marley, it's, it's like, it's so inspirational to, to go through this with you because here's what we know as a coaching company. And this is what we talk about. No business, every business that we coach is broken. 
You know, we always tell people your business is broken and if things go well, it always will be. So we don't, we don't get surprised when we get a crisis call from a client. It's like, oh, okay, cool. They're going through a major transition. This is probably a huge catalyst to growth. And when this first started, one of the first conversations we had while you were in Greece, and I know you were exhausted and like so much was going on, but I said, I, I don't know if you remember, I told you, Marley, Marley, this is, means you're going to grow. Like we're going to get through this. And this is a transitional period that means on the other side of this, there's going to be significant growth. So I want you to prepare for two things. One, a lot of very difficult decisions and two, a significant amount of growth. Do you remember that conversation? I believed you. I just didn't know how. And right. You said that. You said, I believe you. I have no idea how that's going to happen. Yeah. But you see now, you know, sometimes as entrepreneurs, we want to see this direct line. Like if I do A, B, C, and D, it's very clear that this is going to happen. Well, sometimes we also have to have faith that if we take care of ourselves, lower the noise, take away pressure, that things will get better for us. And I think you're just such an incredible example of that, Marley. Thank you. And like, honestly, thank you and your whole team. <laughs> I don't know how businesses run without your systems. And I've said this multiple times that obviously I am the first member of your program and <laughs> I will maintain that title. But even when things are good, like that's why I am always going to be in the Sharpen cadence and, and with your team because it's like business insurance to me. Like you don't buy a house expecting a tornado to hit. And you don't go into business expecting everything to fall apart and potentially putting your family in, in danger. But when it happens, I know exactly where to go. Hmm. Gosh, that's so awesome, Marley. Marley, we love working with you. And um, not only are you our client, I've been your client. And, you know, I think that hands down, you are one of the most talented video strategists in the world today. And I know there's people out there who are going to want to reach out and talk to you. Where should they go and how do they get more information on what you're doing? Yeah, um, my website, MarleyBearMedia.com or find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I uh, would love to, to work with anyone and support them in their marketing and their video strategy. Yeah, so if you're doing video online, if you're gonna put up a YouTube channel, if you have videos that you wanna have, um, get more leverage out of them, if basically if you are influencing any way with video, you should talk to Marley. Uh, she was at my house for one day, and in a day, I learned two or three different strategies on videos that I've used since then. So her coaching sticks, it's actually real. Um, it's high-level strategy, you should definitely reach out if you are doing anything with video. And uh, so it's marleybairdmedia.com. Check out Marley. And Marley, thanks for being here today. Thank you for everything. <laughs> My pleasure.